bam, 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 bam. It's time for everyone's favorite D&D show here on the twitch.tv forward slash D&D, D&D channel. It's Knights of Evening Star. Hello. Uh, I am your Dungeon Master, Mark Sherlock Humes. Welcome, friends. Uh, I'm joined by... <laughs> Shady's losing it. I'm joined by these wonderful people. Da, 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 da. Uh, Why is Shady see... dying? What did we miss? Know. We just threw losing. like five other shows just under the bus, man. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, in their hearts, we're their favorite too. It's true. That's it. That's how it works. Yeah, okay. I was I was dying between Airhorn uh, Humes and then <laughs> Nate reacting to what I thought he was reacting. To. Sorry. Yes. Hello. It's the hat. It's I the was hat. so so distracted by the Airhorns. I didn't even hear the rest of it. <laughs> oh my god! I love Look, it. you know, it's we're it, it's you know it's the energies there, the vibes there. It's time to play some kick-ass D and love it. My good see my good done. friends. Vibe check done. <laughs> Just a real quick, it's giving me the power. I've got yeah. the power of purple power of flowing Twitch. through me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're in, you're and the hog champ! Poggers! Poggeroni um, pizza. Poggeroni pizza. Listen, I'm joined by these wonderful people. I've not even introduced them yet, but let's start with comedian Nate Sharp. He's down there. <laughs> Twitch Twitch extraordinaire. Uh, we've also got Mika Burton. We've got Anna Prosser. And we've got Jonathan Indovino, a.k.a. Shady Penguin, a.k.a. Master of Arceus. Is it Arceus? Anyway, we can't talk about that. I let people pronounce Pokemon how they want just because I think that's fine. That's... That's that's really big of you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you could call Arceus Ashley, and I won't get offended. It's fine. <gasps> oh well, <laughs> nice. That, it, that name little. is Ashley. So, <laughs> Pokemon right. Legends Ashley. Legends that's what I'm playing today. Yeah. Yeah. Legends. Uh, gonna catch all the Ashleys or something. I don't know. Uh, I'm old. Uh, cool. We are. This is Knights of Evening Star, where the party we are playing as a group of nobles and advisors in the land of Cormir, uh, running their own little kingdom of Evening Star. And it's lovely. It's every, It's very wonderful. Um, and everything is totally fine. Everything's really good. Uh, and it's going to be great. Um, I have a little recap for anybody, but is there anything to briefly mention before we crack into it? I got like the hyper hyper twitch energy. No, just so, ride like, the just wave, Mark. You're down. literally you're soaring yeah, right now. You're, you're killing it right now. Dude. <laughs> Lead, us. Lead us. All right, sounds good. Uh, so last time on Night's Evening Star, during the night, Tarkle is awoken by Willow Song, an Elven maiden uh, he's grown close to over the last several months as Evening Star has grown. Willow Song brought ill news, however, not just of an impeding attack on Evening Star, but that she is very much not who she claims to be. After gathering the rest of the party, Willow Song confirmed uh, Azara's suspicion that she is a green dragon and her mother an ancient and powerful dragon that seeks vengeance against Cormir. Sent to spy on and manipulate the Crown Silvers, Willow Song has grown attached to Tarkle, and when she learned her mother had grown wary of Evening Star's growing power, decided to kill him and the others. Uh, Willow Song escaped Magically bound to her humanoid form, though she is, she arrived just in time to warn the party. They have fought off an assassin, strange abominations on the bridge into town, and the party have finally arrived to their people's aid. With the half-built defences of Evening Star and a few remaining guards holding the strange, dragonborn-esque soldiers at bay, Azara, Agnes, Tarkle, Clive, and Blade Captain Alyssa break through to the town square, by the leader of the Draconian forces, seeks to cause as much damage as possible. Da, 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 da. There we go. That's the recap. Exciting? Everyone That's happy? Beautiful. That's perfect. Nice. I'm ready. 
you, uh, we, you, the audience may not be able to see this, but you, the players, uh, may be able to. We do have a little bit of a battle map. White Text Friend has been very busy of late, so there might not be as much swing, swing, scene, swing, scene switching. I got there. Scene switching. Um, it has begun. Um, it's, I'm getting there. Uh, there might not be as much scene switching as possible, but, uh, there is a map for the players. Also, players, uh, in our little Discord, um, I have linked to you something which I've uh, called the Defenders of Evening Star Actions, uh, which is whenever there is a battle in Evening Star, because this is your home, this is your place that you are dedicated to defend, you will have access, access to a sort of once-per-battle special special power uh, that only That's you can so use. Mikra's cool. um, muted. It's like it's really battle. cool. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Glad you muted. Do we, just to do back we that all up. have to like unanimously agree on the battle ult, or can any one person? Well, call you it? each have an individual one, so oh. it's yeah. You have like a personal alt um, that cool. you can use. Um, I'm just making sure. That Does it recharge this. if we kill a certain number of enemies? Is it, is it that kind of alt? Like, <laughs> uh, it does Don't not know. This is a this is a complete. Uh, once you've used it, it is gone. You can't use it again for that battle. Um, and it takes, uh, well, I think I was going to say, like a, a season in-game for it to recharge, right? So, like, Ooh. if there was another battle in Evening Star tomorrow, you wouldn't be able to necessarily use it straight away, right? Um, we're playing loosey-goosey with it a little bit. But, yeah. So, the rules for those, and you can read those out when you use them, are in our little Discord. Um, but there is a little map. But to set the scene... The town square of Evening Star, uh, which has a large fountain and a small market stall set around it. You can see that there are residential buildings nearby, as well as uh, the the Tresim King. You're in at the far end of the marketplace, um, and you have arrived. And there is fighting going on all around you, right? So you do have militia guards. You do have these weird draconian soldiers. They are fighting at different points around the city. You know, this isn't just one off, a one battle thing. Um, but what you see before you is that there are a Number of a lot of the citizens in the town have fled to the inn um, and are seeking refuge there, where a small number of the militia guard and a couple of civilians are desperately trying to hold it um, against what appears to be the sort of main leader and his personal force or his or her personal force heading in to try and demolish it. There is a number of figures there. You notice that there are six uh, of these strange dragon-like humanoids. They're not dragonborn. They have wings and tails, and they definitely look more draconic than a dragonborn does. Um, there are six of them sort of dressed as soldiers with arms and armor. Uh, there are two hulking, sort of extremely muscular, wide, large versions of these draconians with them as well, advancing on. They've got these large serrated swords and armored tails. Um, and then there are two slender, much more senior-looking uh, individuals as well. There's actually a wood elf um, who's dressed in sort of like ornate leathers and has this wooden dragon mask that she's wearing. Uh, and then there is a half-dragon as well uh, who is stood there, and they have a giant great axe, and they appear to be the one giving orders. And they were the one who turned around at the end of the last session and were just sort of like, ah, the Lords of Evening Star have arrived. Good. This will make it easier. And that is where we're going to kick off, basically, uh, and wrap up this little assault on Evening Star uh, with some. Love combat. my alt so much, Mark. I love it yeah. so much. This is great. Yeah. I'm so excited. I, I hope, hopefully, you like that. Might be some balancing. Like, there's some numbers tweaks and things like that that I need to figure out. This was kind of uh, 
you know, this is test bed stuff, so I can always adjust it. But I'm glad you like it. I'm glad that that is, uh, it's, I uh, felt like that was a cool way to make use of a cool thing that probably wouldn't get seen a lot otherwise. So, but yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, any questions before we move on? Um, I just really quick on my alt, did you mean to type 12d6 instead of no. 2d6? No. Okay, I, th- I just thought I'd check. All right, never no. mind. Yeah, I have no questions. Uh, they do, di- they do <laughs> different things. Okay, no, thank you, White well, Tech friend. Very, White- mine is very cool. I really like it. White Tech's friend has also put the map up, so hopefully people can see that this time. But yeah, they do different things. So like some of them might seem that they do more damage, um, but that's normally that they just do straight damage. Um, some of the other ones will have like other effects, uh, like they get extra bonuses to you know things, or they cause a condition on an enemy no matter what, whether they save or fail. Um, or for example, with Tarkles, maybe benefits. And they're, they're supposed to be themed, so hopefully, hopefully it all makes sense. Uh, and they are free action. You don't need to spend an action or a bonus action to do. You just decide to do it on your turn, and it happens, right? So it's uh, it, it's not, not going to take away from a cool thing you want to do. All right. Um, so we're going to roll initiative, everybody. Who's everyone's we... favorite. Roll initiative time. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> what what caffeine wow. did you drink, Mark? Yeah, There's, yeah. What's going on here? What's, what's happening here? I have I have a branded caffeinated beverage, high oh. caffeine content beverage that Hashtag is branded. Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored, unless you want to sponsor me, because <laughs> I drink a lot of this stuff. Uh, <laughs> I could have a little mini fridge just over here by my D and D books that I could go mm. and open. Yes, yeah. Just saying, just saying. Um, all right, let's get some initiatives. Uh, also, if you're using D and D Beyond, by the way, for your character sheets, if you just click initiative in that, it should auto populate into my combat tracker now. Um, Too late. I already oh. rolled really well on a physical that's fine. dice. No, so you, I'm not you can, if, you, if you prefer rolling physical dice, that's absolutely fine. I'm just saying I'll if you do, do use DD Beyond. I hope it works. Hope it works. Hope it works. I, that's the same thing I got in real life. That's fine. Whoa. That's really trippy. You know, this is worse than what I got in real life, but. I'll so weird. It. Azara's did work, but Tarkle's didn't. Well, you know <laughs> so what? So not using the extension, by the way, uh, uh, Shady, if this is using this straight on the DD page dnd beyond character sheet roller oh i rolled it i rolled it in dnd beyond yes we that, didn't show up yeah but oh, let me try you didn't roll it in roll 20 oh did that one work i think that's I going the... to roll that's going to roll 20 but that's not i think it's because you've got that extension enabled it's probably no not I, I got rid of everything ever since my issues <laughs> ever since my issues weird okay <laughs> well it's issues. not working but that's fine we'll just take that last one you did so 22 for tarkle agnes okay. what did you get oh 20 20 and then mm-hmm. Clive of the Wild Me. 11. 11. And then I will start this and then I will manual entry in for Elissa. Do you want to roll one for Elissa for me, please, Mika? Also, are we long rested? Rip four. No. No, no. we just came from battle. Right oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, this is uh, there's, this is a, sh- a part of a string of combats that you guys have gone through. Um, right. Where you you fought the assassin in the keep uh, along with their minions, you rushed down to the bridge, you fought the giant abominations, and now you've rushed into the town. And so yeah, this is kind of one of the reasons why I gave you the cool alts as well. Is like I know you guys are pretty pressed, so. Um, but we're going to begin with Tarkle Crown Silver, and yeah, you see this this half dragon sort of points to the inn um, and is like, "Quickly, the rest of you, finish off the humans so we can deal with the nobles." Okay, and. So the humans are the purple circles. Those are our friends. Yes. Yeah, uh, they look like people. 
And then yes, all the dragon the ladies, people look like dragons. But then the ladies, are they our friends as well? They are commoners, yes. They are like, uh, so the guards, the guards are like actual militia guards, so they have armor and things like that. And then there are four commoners who have things like crossbows that they've pulled, or they've got things like um, pitchforks that they're using as impromptu spears. Um, and they're basically trying to help defend uh, everywhere as well. Okay, so I'm going to start running up a little bit northeast, uh, 15 feet. And then I'm going to take a town. Yeah, I'm going to take a gander. Who was the one just talking about eliminating humans so we can take care of the nobles? So there's two. There's a, a half dragon um, who is the kind of like, they're quite tall. They look like they're kind of almost like a blue-white half dragon. You're not quite sure which color because it's very pale and it has these white crested frills and horns. Um, and they've got a giant great axe that they're wielding as well. Um, and they've, they're armored, you know, they look like a warrior, basically. The okay. other one uh, that you can see is a like a, an elven woman, like a wood elf maybe, um, dressed in ornate leathers with a wooden dragon mask okay hmm um i think instinctively tarkle would square up against this lad uh the blue eyes white dragon and i will we may call the, the, the command of the blue eyes white dragon yes <laughs> and i'm gonna i'm gonna uh, unsheath my, my blue eyes and try to nice. yugi, you can't touch this can i say yugi here i don't know uh i rolled a <laughs> 26 to hit we're so bad 26 to hit will indeed hit that uh hit the 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 commander let me just see if they've got a cool thing that they can do they can't so that's a hit okay and then i am going to roll that's a that's a bad um you had advantage on this by the way taco because you're acting before them in initiative as well that is true i'll roll again to see if i get a crit Mm -hmm. but i don't um Sag. And then the Kiss of Silver, but then I also sneak attack for some reason is under a completely different spot right now. Indeed, dbeyond.com. Interesting. Um, it's 4d6. I might just roll it acoustic because I can't find it in D&D Beyond. It'll be next Three. to you. It should be in your feature, but yeah, just roll Nine, it acoustic. 15, 17. 17. Wait, it's 5d6. I remembered I got corrected. Uh, 21. 21 so five, on top of the 5. On top of the 5. Uh, so that would be 26 points of damage total. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the kiss of silver flashes out of your hand and ah, ah, the dragon sort of looks down at it like, ah, you bite harder than I expected. I recall my dagger. I don't like him using the word bite against me. And uh, I am going to, I think I'm going to move another five, ten. Uh, okay, cause- so you've moved up into sort of the main sort of market space, uh, space area, but there's still like an open area around you currently. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, Wait a minute. I have a bonus action. Can I can I use my bonus action to move even further? You can dash, dash, I believe. That's your yes. cunning action. So I'm yes. going to move to the tent on the right side and get underneath it. Sure. Yeah, it's like a market stall. So you you know you peel back the uh, the sort of cover that le- would be an entrance way normally, and inside there it's like a farmer's kind of stand. There's like baskets of like you know produce and hay bales and that sort of thing stuck in there. Uh, I love hay like bales. A, um, yeah. do you, if I move market. with stealth, can, do it. Can, is, that's not a thing right now. That's bonus to. action to hide. That's the other part of your yeah. cunning action is you can use okay. that to hide. But no, they are they know where you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, we next go to Agnes. Um, then we're going to have an enemy. Then it's going to be Clive. Then Azara. You guys are all uh, pretty much at the top before all the enemies. So she's jumping in alt first, y'all. Okay, she's going in alt first. All I right, can't, I can't wait. Can I add some flavor? Of course. Uh, yeah. I I I want to say that Agnes reaches um, 
for something that's like bound around her neck under her tunic and pulls mm-hmm. out this um, horse head shaped whistle that's in black wood. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she puts her mouth to it. Oh, yeah. The nose? Yeah, she puts her mouth to the nose and blows this like ah! piercing whistle. Mm. And then that activates Shroud Stampede. Can, can, I, add, can I add some flavor? Yeah. To the, the sound that when you blow it. Yeah. Uh, to the rest of you, it, there would be an element here of like, it almost sounds like a ghostly wail. Yeah. You know, it kind of sounds like a kind of like haunting, like, ooh, kind of like this. But like you a, know, a haunting ethereal, wail of a, a horse neighing. Yeah. Like and a kind of like a sleepy hollow kind of yeah. echoes as if caught on some ethereal plane. And yeah. So uh, do you want to read out what your uh, what yours is called and what it does? Shroud Stampede. Uh, with a call from Agnes as a free action. Uh, the spectral steed Shroud charges through the battlefield, leaving a trail of ghostly frost. A line five feet wide and 120 feet long, starting at the edge of the market square, is drawn, and any creature in that line must make a constitution saving throw with a DC 14, taking 6d6 cold damage on a failed save or half on a success. Any creatures that ha- are affected have their speed halved until the end of their next turn. Yep. Uh, so where do you want what? this line to to come across so it's five feet wide mm-hmm. but um i want it to go along this oops it's snapping to center i don't want it to snap to center hold on snap to corner there we go i want it to go here and be five feet wide so that it hits both <laughs> of those large guys okay uh so for the the sake of the map uh i think it, the idea is that it would be snapped to center because it would feel like imagine like a creature going along the thing rather than like in between all of them kind there's of thing. no grids in real life mark <laughs> i know there's I no grids in right real life here. <laughs> okay i yeah all right i'll say that you can for now yeah okay sure thank you sure thank you yeah. it's a all line right. right it's a line yeah it's yeah. a line i'd say sure hell okay. yeah okay Sorry. so I'll, just, uh, I'll tweet i'll tweet this move later <laughs> I'll have it do less damage. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Just yeah. runs right so through. Cuts right across the middle of the uh, of the town square. So we've got one, two. Uh, so if you just want to pop that down again for me, uh, Agnes, so I can see exactly who this hits. Oh, yes. It goes from here to here. So we're catching three of the regular-looking draconian soldiers and then the two big lads. Um, and this is a constitution save, I believe. Yeah, DC 14. Cool. I'm just going to make one save for all of the little dudes. Okay. Um, that's a natural 20 for 21. Oh, come um, on. And then for the big guys, uh, this is going to be a 18, unfortunately. So it still does half damage, and they are all slowed. Um, yeah. As that still, it does still take effect. Um, but unfortunately, yeah, these guys, they, they do seem to be pretty tough for soldiers. Like the cold obviously does affect them, but they do seem to be uh, somewhat inured against it. Um, that was cool. Thanks for giving me the horse, Mark. That's totally cool. Um, and that's a free action, so I still take my turn, right? Yeah, do you want to roll that damage for me as well? So they, oh, yeah, they, they take 66. half? I'll do it on uh, D&D Beyond, where it's never been easier. It's never been easier. Never. They don't sponsor the show, but I still love it. 20, 20 points. From 66. So, so 10 points of damage to three of the regular guys and then the two big guys. Yeah. So 10 points of damage there. Whoops. That's too much. Uh, 10 points of damage here. And 10 points of damage here. 10 to these chaps as well. 
Okay. So yeah, so Shroud comes streaking across after you blow the whistle, but yeah, now it's your turn, Agnes. I often make the mistake of not using my very first turn to summon Candor, my wildfire spirit, mm. and I am not going to do that today. So I'm going to use my action to <sighs> summon this bird of made of fire. Mm-hmm. And flaming sort of hummingbird-esque figure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I am going to use my movement to, let's see, uh, 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 go like, hmm, I will take cover behind this box here. Mm. So there's like a southern area of the, uh, I like narrating it just for people that are listening, yeah. not watching. There's um, like a kind of uh, a small like merchant stand with some crates on the southern edge of the town Looks square. Looks like some eggplants and carrots. Yeah, eggplants, carrots, that sort of thing. Um, and yeah, you can just take kind of like a little bit of cover. This thing's going to provide about half cover um, right. from any sort of ranged attacks or anything like that. Um, and then I believe that Candor gets to take their turn, right? Uh, because they go right after me. I know that's with your conjured spirit, uh, and I totally trust you. I'm just going to check because this the wildfire is something that I'm still getting used to as well. Yeah, it's uh, new. But it's very new. Um, in combat, it shares your initiative, but it takes its turn immediately after yours. The only action it takes on its turn is dodge, unless you use a bonus action to command it to take another one. So oh. um, he can't. Yeah. So you have to use your. So you can't. So he has to use your bonus action, which I think you still have. Yeah. Um, I do. To use uh, to command him to use flame seed, basically. Right. It's great. Yeah. Um. Ooh, but I could use fiery teleportation if I. You wanted could do as well. To. Yes. Do I want to be anywhere else in this battle? I don't know. I should also get you a little token for um, Candor as well. See if I can find one. Get like a hawk or something. Let's see. I think I will actually... Oh, and Candor has movement as well. 30 feet. Yes, yes, 30 feet of movement. I'm going to give you... um... Let me see. Hawk. Can be edited and controlled by it. Anna. All right, so there's this little hawk now, so you should be able to move and control them as necessary. Cool. I am going to go ahead and use fiery teleportation. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to take myself into an even more advantageous area of the battle. So I think... This, uh, there's a cart with like big cheese wheels in it on the left side. Mm-hmm. Would that offer me like how much cover would that offer me? Uh, so I'm just gonna look at your movement here. So, what's your That's, movement speed? I'm, I'm here and I'm the, not moving, I'm being fiery teleported. Right, I see. So, you're gonna send Candor to so Candor uses Candor his movement goes, to fly up to the, the cheese wagon. And then oh, you're up gonna... to 15 feet. I forgot it's only 15 feet. There you go. Uh, that's not very far. It's not very far. No, but so yeah, never mind. Be... We're going to use Flame Seed instead. So okay. Candor's going to move from me 30 feet. Candor's going to go right into the mid- midst of things and okay. going to Flame Seed this lovely warrior right here. So that's a range weapon attack with my spell attack modifier to mm-hmm. hit 
which my spell attack modifier is eight. Nice. So let's roll a spell attack. That will be d20 plus eight. For a total of 15. 15 to hit uh, yeah. against these guys. Uh, yes, we'll just barely hit. So these guys Ooh. do have, they're, they're not really wearing armor. They just have like their natural scales. Um, and the flame seed does manage to just scorch its arm as it dodges to the side. And it will, it's 2d6. The, the description says, oh, it's 2d6 fire damage. Okay, so 2d6. Doo-doo. For flame seed? Uh, oh, it goes well, up, doesn't it? I think as you you level up, that's why. Oh, sorry, no, it's one d six plus PB. Yes, proficiency bonus. Proficiency bonus, which I think for you guys is four. I think. Uh, 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 uh. Where is my proficiency bonus on this sheet? It should be next to charisma on the top, uh, between next to walking speed. I'm there it almost is. Plus four. One d six plus I'm, four. I, Nice. I thought it was four. My first, do you want to take my first D6? It was sure, sure, two. sure. Yeah, just tell me. Tell me the total damage. Yeah, six damage. Six Five. points. Nice. So it does kind of get scorched. The, the kind of burning uh, pellet spot by Kanda kind of burns the draconian's arm. <laughs> just kind of turns to look at you. Ice um, and fire in one turn. And that was against this guy, right? In the middle. Yeah. Cool. Slowly start labeling these guys because we've got a lot of them. All right, end of turn, Agnes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, seeing this, uh, the the sort of leader, the commander of this force, the half dragon, kind of like gazes around, looks around, and then he's going to go like, "Well, if the boy will separate himself, I suppose I'll deal with them first. And comes charging in to, to fight Tarkle, basically. Um, charging into, in the tent, into the, the tent. the cabbages? Yeah. Which <laughs> oh, is, cabbages. by the way, like, the rest of you, you saw Tarkle vanish in there. You see this guy chasing there. You can't see either of them now. Like, they are not in line of sight. This this tent is kind of covering them both. Um, and yeah, he runs in and he's going to swing his great axe uh, twice at you. And it does get an extra plus one to this because it is a magic axe. Uh, so it's only a 10 on the first attack. That was a natural one. Uh, nice. So whoo, sweeps over your head. That sounded uh, like a plus nine to me. Uh, that, however, is a t- natural 20 <laughs> on the second one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm dying in, with these cabbages. Uh, um, and yeah, I mean, you guys know that I do my, my crit rules. So this is going to be... Uh, okay, this is a lot of damage. 12 plus this. Uh, I love your crit rules, except when they're against us. Yeah, uh-huh, that's uh-huh. the problem, right? Yeah. Like, the crit rules are really cool when you do them. And you're like, oh my god, I dealt like 80 points of damage. That was amazing. And then I do it back. Uh, that's going to be 23 points of slashing damage, Tarkle. Okay. Um, and then... 24. <laughs> uh, 43 points of necrotic damage. I'm on the floor in the tent. You just hear... Oh, do you want? Do you want? Uh, you do you want I'm going to remind you of Uncanny Dodge. I'm going to Uncanny gonna... Dodge. Uh, that second part, the 43. Yeah, please do. Uh, in fact, actually, this is one attack, so I think you get to. What's the What's the wording on Uncanny Dodge say? Let's be good to my features and traits on D and D Beyond I because think... it's never been easier. Um, I think when an attacker that you can see hits you with an attack, you can use your reaction to have the attack's damage against you. Yeah, because this is one attack, so it would be 24 plus the 43, so it'd be 67. Half of 67 would be 
31. So you would take 31 damage instead okay. of all of that damage I just said. Beautiful. So I go to 22, actually. You just hear, you don't hear me. You just hear, yeah. 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 Nice. Uh, and then, yeah, this this figure is now in front of you in a very narrowly confined tent. <laughs> as you are kind of like, you know, as they sweep the axe, they're kind of sending, you know, baskets of like vegetables and all sorts of things uh, spread around. Um, and we jump to Clive. And it will be a Zara next. Uh, so, I, I, so there's this like big guy up here. Like above there's a couple the of tent. big guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, these things like they look quite slow they do have slightly smaller heads uh than mm. than the other dragonborn and they're kind of like and they've got these long serrated long swords and armored tails i think he's i think that's 45 feet 5 10 15 20 25 30 35 40 45 45 can get you there yeah 45 gets you in melee also as he's walking adding to the uh adding to the uh flavor he's like mm-hmm. just kind of jumping as he walks just spamming jump and you hear him repeating ultimates ready <laughs> call of the wild name ready to go rip roaring ready rip roaring ready <laughs> Clive, Clive is 100% a MOBA character like yep. if, if even he's just with a MOBA like <laughs> with, with the long sword and shield ults ready <laughs> nice uh, alright I'm going to attack yeah, this guy's like kind of covered in like partial frost and he like turns like Kitty Smash. Oh well I'd like to rage at that. Okay. Uh all right. So uh Do you wanna roll on your, your rage I table? Do. Which you totally already had up, right, Nate? Absolutely. I was frantically typing something else. <laughs> La la la. Okay, let's roll this eight-sided dice. Die. Sorry. Uh, okay. Uh, whenever a creature hits you with an attack roll before your rage ends, that creature takes one d6 force damage. Nice. Free little bit of damage every time somebody hits you. Mm-hmm. And then time to do time to swing. Time with to swing. oh, does he does he look dragon-like? They, yeah, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Apart from the elf, they are all very drag- dragon-like. So this will be an extra D8 damage if you hit. Sweet. Uh, nice. I will... I swing Ebon Scorn. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going in rip-roaring. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to reckless. Okay, advantage. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Give me that what? advantage back. Mm. Uh, okay, so that's a, a 17 plus 9, so 26. That will definitely hit. Yes, 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 right. yes, yes, yes. So, 1d8. Oh, wait. Oh, it's 1d8 plus 5 plus 3 for my reckless and then plus... Another d8. So, 2d8 plus okay. 8. Okay, cool. Do, do, do. Let's do that. Ooh. Uh, seven, eight, third. So, I rolled 13 plus 8, 21. 21 points. 21. Sick. Evan Scorn carves through this thing's flesh, and again, you feel that, that sense of satisfaction as it tastes dragon scale. Mm-hmm. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to swing again. Go for it. Huh. That's a natural 20. <laughs> and you, you're a barb as well, so you get the yep. critical, critical. Oh, jeez. So, okay. So, so it's... what would your normal damage be? It'd be 2d8 plus 8, right? Mm-hmm. 
and then you get brutal critical, which is another D8, and then mm -hmm. normal critical, which is another D8. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be 4D8 maximized is 16, 32 plus 8, 40 points of damage. Now roll 4D8s. 40 plus 4D8. <laughs> okay. If you okay. say so. I don't know what's more impressive, that damage or the fact that you just did that math in your brain. Uh, well, I've been playing D&D a long time and, you know, I can't do any other math. If you ask me to work out equations or angles or, or Pythagoras, can't do it. You ask me to add up attack rolls very quickly and I'm not too bad. See, here's the thing. I've also played D&D a long time and I still can't add up attack rolls, so I'm still impressed, Mark. But I think the, the different when you're a DM, there's a lot of maths. That's true. That's a rolled 22. So 62 points of damage. Yes, sir. Um, so with one sweep, it kind of, the first blow, Clive, um, you actually drive this thing down to one knee. Like you kind of swipe its leg and it kind of collapses to one knee, which brings its head in perfect range for you to just one, you know, muscle flexing strike as the blade cuts through, through its head and through its neck. Um, and you just watch as the head rolls off. As it does, and this thing dies, it's death throws. Uh, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw, please, Clive. Is this something I see? It is, so you will have advantage from Sweet. Danger Sense. Da, da, da. Uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20, okay. So you're going to take half this damage, uh, which is going to be four points of fire damage. So not too much there at all. As this thing dies, its body erupts into flames around it, um, and it completely just disintegrates. There's no body left, just this serrated longsword. Um, as it <laughs> is there even like a pile of something left? Um, ash. There's like it burns up like in this bright flare. It just is consumed by flame. Maybe it actually would leave like a really blackened, charred, unrecognizable corpse. May I uh, teabag as a free action? <laughs> wow. So toxic. Why did so I know toxic. your manner? <laughs> yeah, I knew bro. that was going to happen. Oh, nice. it's totally toxic now. Just <laughs> As as you do, uh, the, whatever whatever was being held together like charcoal, it just kind of crumbles into dust as soon as your your form touches it. I'm it just kind of becomes dust. Alt's uh, ready. Alt's ready. Ready to go. <laughs> Azara, you are next up. Yeah. Well, after that brilliant display, um, so a twenty foot circle, right? That is like. 20 foot circle. Which, what are you, what are you looking at here? I'm looking at, I want to move this though. How do I move this now that I've said it? Oh, uh, it's Let's a pain move. in the ass. Got it. Cool. I want that. Is that 20 feet wide yeah. and 20 feet across? Uh, that would be, so 20 foot radius is actually bigger than that. So I'm going to, oh! this, this is correct. This is what I want. This is what I wanted. <laughs> not, not what I've written. <laughs> so this is, this was correct for this. This is right? Yeah. But what if I want it over over here? Where'd you want it? I want it there. Yeah. No. I want to hit the lady too. Uh oh, I see. So you want it like here? Am I seeing what you're Yes, yes, yes. Yes. So you would, it's kind of in the middle of the town square striking one of these soldiers, the yes. big brute, and then this, yes. this elven speaker. Yes. Okay, cool. Yes. What, what are you doing? I'm going to fireball. <laughs> nice. Oh, this is fireball. Oh. Yes. I thought you yes. were doing uh, somebody else's thing. No. If it's fireball, yes. it's bigger than that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
How big? Oh, I'm always big. all of them, oh, basically. I would like to do that, please. <laughs> that Absolutely. makes that's even more fun. Visually uh, seeing how big Fireball is is actually nuts. Yeah, yeah it's it's a twenty foot radius. It's enormous. Like it is uh, a ridiculous spell. Um, but it's great. It's classic. I like cool. that one. I like right. that one. Um, so I'm, action Fireball. Uh huh. Action is going to be Fireball. Also, I still have my Elemental Spirit and I still have my Spiritual Weapon. Yes. When did um, you? Because you summoned those at in the keep, didn't you? Uh, at the second fight. At the bridge, that's right. Uh, yeah. Let me sort you out. Uh, let me sort you out an elemental spirit in just a minute. Thank you. Uh, and a little fan, me... little fan girl. Yeah. So, um, deck saving throw. Decks of fourteen. Decks of fourteen. All right, that is going to be a failure for. I'm going to roll individually for these little dudes, because there is a chance they might save it. Fourteen on the second one. Third one fail. Last one, 17. You said DC 14, right? Uh-huh. Okay, so two succeed. Uh, two of the little guys succeed, two fail. And then the big guy is going to be... Doo, doo, doo. Big guy is going to be a fail. Love it. And then the blessed is going to be a 15. So she succeeds. God! Half. So uh, two of the little guys take half along with the elf, and then the... Um, and then two of the uh, little guys and the big guy take full damage. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 34, 45, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34. 34 points total. Okay. And then whoever passed is half that of fire damage. 32, did you say? Sorry, I was doing something else. Did I say 34 or 32? I think it's a 32. That sounds right to my ear. Yeah. So 16 to those who succeeded. Um, sorry, I was just trying to do something else. Normally, I, I try and pay attention. Uh, so 16 there. Uh, 16 to AM. So A succeeded. B failed. Um, and then E. D. 16. Yeah. And then that guy is dead. Nope. That guy is dead even with the half damage and then that guy is also dead love to hear it uh and then finally where's the big lad big lad takes uh so yeah you watch as like this fireball ignites in the middle of the the plaza and a bunch of these guys in fact i'm just gonna bunch of these guys no not that one whoops guy's still there so yeah three of the smaller soldiers just are burnt to a crisp um the large figure kind of takes like a blow of the thing you can see their their sides and their scales are completely savaged by this flame um meanwhile the elven sort of mage she does seem to be somewhat affected but pulling herself back uh doesn't seem to be too injured by the attack Um, well that is where we are as my bonus action i'm going to move my fan uh how far can I move my spiritual weapon? Like 90 feet. feet. Love that for me. Is that the spell range, though, or is that what you can move it? Because the spell oh. range is the, yeah, uh, spiritual uh, weapon. I Mark? can move it 20 feet. Hello? When, when a character dies, when a, a thing dies, can you leave their corpse on the field? 
Yes, I will. And also, uh, the other thing is you notice that as three of these things blow up, um, they, again, they, they seem to turn to stone when these smaller soldiers uh, collapse. I'll just put some, I'll put two more here. Um, when, when they collapse, uh, they kind of gasp, engulfed by flame, their skin turns to stone and they release a gas out from their bodies. Uh, not enough to kind of strike any of you, but enough that um, it does, uh, you know, you can visibly see this gas emanate from these creatures. Uh, and then spiritual weapon, bonus action, you can move the weapon up to 20 feet and repeat the attack. All right, well, I can't get it quite to Little Miss Missy over there. All right, but next turn. Next turn, so I'll move it 20 feet for now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... That ends my turn. It's now my spiritual or my summon spirit's turn. Mm-hmm. And he can move 40 feet. Mm-hmm. How far is that? 40 feet will get in next to the next to the mage. That's exactly where I want him to go. Okay. And now I will have him smack her in the face with his big watery claws. Okay. Um 15 plus nine. 15 plus 9 uh, against her will definitely hit. Dope. Um, and then that is 1d10 plus 9, which is 5 plus 9. 14. Nine, 14. 14 points of smack to the face. Of bludgeoning mm-hmm. damage, yeah. She does kind of raise her arms up and, and maybe using a slight piece of magic does manage to kind of create enough of a barrier that she absorbs some, you know, she takes damage, um, but it's not enough to, like, kill her or anything like that. Um, Darn. Struck by the blow. Well, that's it. That's all I have. That's that's the full turn. That's the full turn. Okay. The dragon blessed on her turn Can I is... Can I ask a question real quick? Yes, that of course turn? you can. So, uh... I have a feature called Cauterizing Flames with uh-huh. my Wildfire Spirit at 10th level that I always uh-huh. forget about, but this is really cool. And what it does is when a creature dies within 30 feet of either me or my Wildfire Spirit, I can mm-hmm. create a flame in that space that provides okay. either healing or damage. And I've read it a few times, and I'm pretty sure that it's something that's just like, if someone dies within 30 feet of you, this can trigger, because it doesn't have an action associated with it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll read of it. Uh, you gain the ability to turn death into magical flames that can heal or incinerate. When a small or larger creature dies within 30 feet of you or your wildfire spirit, a harmless spectral flame springs forth in the dead creature's space and flickers there for one minute. When a creature you see enters the space, you can use your reaction to extinguish the flame there and either heal the creature of fire damage or deal fire damage to it. Yeah, so it just sticks there basically. It doesn't, it's not reaction or, or anything like that to use. Right, so... so- so when the one that's to the left of the fountain here, right next to um, Kander, the one that's closest. Yeah. Yeah, that one. When that one dies, I think it just, this red flame flickers in that space. And I'll point to it to with the rest of the party and say, if you need healing, it's right there. Well, actually, I think the wording of this, the wording of this ability. Does it happen in all the spaces? That's what I'm thinking, yeah. Yeah, cool. I think so. So you can All use right. this. Oh, you can use this reaction. So it is specifically a no, no, reaction. No, no, but the reaction is to activate it. So the flame uh, springs up, and then if somebody goes to the flame, I have oh. to use my reaction to oh. go poof. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah, them. so it's all three of these dead um, foot soldiers all Holla. currently have like a flickering ho- uh, flickering flame above their bodies. Um, Take their life force. <laughs> 
need healing. It's, it's essentially, uh, it's turning. It's, it's very turning very mobile at the moment. Um, the the speaker uh, who is uh, currently stood next to you um, is going to do two things uh, as a bonus action. They're going to drink a potion of healing. <laughs> They're going, to drink a great, they're going to drink a great potion of healing um, for 44 plus 4 uh, hit points. Don't you um, think that the spectral water dragon would have, like, crushed ever any bottles that no. she had on her Do, do I do that to you, Mika Button? Do <laughs> no. I have it when you get hit by enemies? No. I break your potions? No. Uh, I was just asking. It's, only, it's not much. Don't worry. It's only 13 hit points. Wow. All right. Um, and then the last thing she's going to do is she starts muttering a prayer like, by the power of ancient Thalmaglor, bring down forth a column of flame. And Azara and Elissa uh, are both hit by a flame strike. Um, yeah, this is the, yeah, this makes the most sense for them to do. So Elissa and uh, Azara both need to make dexterity saving throws as a 10 foot radius, 40 foot high cylinder uh, bears down. Yikes. Um, let's see, where is Alyssa's? Saves is just a strength and constitution. So it just uses her do 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 Alyssa Dawn Whisper. So yeah, she basically just did a flat d20 roll. She doesn't All get right. any bonus to this. All um, right. Well, Alyssa got a one. Okay, so she's gonna take the she's gonna take the full amount. Yeah, I got an eighteen. Okay, uh, eighteen means you are you take half damage from this. Okay. Um, this is forty six of fire and forty six radiant. Um, Yikes! So. so that's fifteen fire damage. Um, Alyssa has like a different health point because she's a uh, she's like yeah a she's million. at four out of seven. Yeah, so she is going to go down. Okay. Um, so that's 15 fire and 17 radiant. So half that for you, that's going to be... Because you don't have resistance to either of those, do you? Uh-uh. That's 32, so you take 16 points of damage, Mika, uh, Azara does. And then unfortunately, Alyssa kind of like ugh, falls unconscious as she is completely... She does not avoid this. Like you throw yourself to the side and she is engulfed by the flame. Um, well... And it will be Alyssa's go next. I will make a secret roll to see how badly she is. Oh, interesting. Uh, then, as Alyssa is, is bleeding out, uh, a number of these soldiers are going to turn around. Just these regular-looking foot soldiers, those who remain. And, yeah, they are going to come in to try and start fighting. <laughs> Uh, Clive is pretty damn scary, but these guys are going to advance on Clive, two of them at least, um, while meanwhile, one is going to come towards Agnes at the very bottom. Uh, can they reach Agnes? No. Hell no. They're going to dash, uh, and get around next to you, Agnes. <gasps> they just kind of get into your face, they drawing blade as they run up to you, but the ones fighting Clive are both going to get to make attacks, um, and they have advantage, because you are reckless. Uh, so, uh, they get two attacks each, so this is the first one attacking you, Clive, um, mm-hmm. with advantage. I think that that's going to hit, unless I roll a natural 20. 21 to hit. Yep. It's just going to be six points of piercing damage, which you would half because you're raging, so three points of damage. Mm-hmm. And then the next one with advantage... Uh, is going to be 13 to hit, which I yep. think is a miss. Oh, wait, no, 13, sorry. Yeah. 13. Uh, yeah, that's a miss. That's a miss. Uh, and then the next guy next to him makes his two attacks. 14 <laughs> is also going to be a miss, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Also, the first guy is going to take 1d6 radiant. 
He does, yeah. And then the next guy also misses. Okay. <laughs> like with all of his attacks. They're just <laughs> like trying to stab him with these these short swords, like in a flurried sort of frenzy. Um, but uh not able to get past your new armor from uh, and shield. Hell yeah. Um cool. Uh, how much damage to that first guy as well? Four. Four points. <laughs> so yeah, Starts like swinging, as they... doesn't break the armor, he's just like <laughs> good try. Good game. <laughs> good effort. Very nice. Very Thank nice. you. <laughs> okay. Uh, the big fellow, on the other hand, uh, kind of turns around and does met like out sort of like a... And is going to charge as best he can. His movement speed is half, but he does have slightly more, which means he can get... He's got 20 foot. He just barely reaches Clive and gets next to his companion. Uh, and then this thing is going to try and... Uh, again, it brings these two serrated sword attacks down on you, Clive, and it's going to mm-hmm. sweep its tail at you. Uh, these will have advantage as well because um, of Reckless. So that's a 22. I'll just see if I get a crit. I do not. So 22 to hit on his first serrated sword. Okay. So this is going to be 15. So half that to 7. And then he takes D6. So you take 7 points of damage. This guy takes D6. Uh, which is a 6. Six. So he gets rebuffed by this this weird force that's surrounding you, and then he swings his sword a second time uh, with advantage. That's a seventeen. Was my highest. That does not. Okay, so you parry it with ebon scorn, and then last thing is he sweeps his tail, which is covered in these armored plates. Um, and he's going to swing that round to you. Uh, and you know it's really bad. Bad rolling on my part. That's only a thirteen. So you kind of leap over the tail as he kind of swings it around to try and strike you, uh, as he does so. Well, you play hear <laughs> roaring coming from the other side of the uh, of the street, and another one of these what? fellas, yeah, uh, comes charging and does spend their whole movement basically arriving, but they are now in the mix. Um, as we go back up to the very top with Tarkle Crown Silver, who is alone in a tent with this, this evil looking <laughs> fella. Okay, so I've had some thought, and I don't know if this is gonna fly, but I am going to look at Blue Eyes White Dragon. I'm going to look up and take note of where he is. And I'm okay. going to um if I can for a free action, pick up a cabbage and just toss it at him. But really, I'm gonna use my <laughs> bonus action to disengage uh okay. and, yeah. and back out. Uh, yeah, distract him. You like you throw like a basket of cabbages in his face. He like brings yeah. up a clawed hand, and then in that you've like distanced yourself away. I love that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I want to uh, so if I, I want to move out of the tent, and then I okay. want to like do a backflip onto the top of the tent right here. Ooh. Is the tent oh, strong oh, enough to hold? Boy. That's that's an acrobatics check, my friend. Okay. I'm going to try it because I think the... You, it's, it's, you, this is like Legolas walking on the snow, right? Like, you're trying to balance on the, the beams that are hot, like the, the crossbars holding up the fabric. Yes, that's exactly what I want to do. And it was a dirty 20, actually. So nice. Dirty 20. I mean, it, it's, it's like, whoa, any, any kind of like, if, even if you're attacked, even if it doesn't necessarily hit, if you're attacked, it might, you know, you might have to check again to see in, if you can hold your balance. But for now, you're, you're balancing on it, yes. Okay, and now with the knowledge of where this man's is... If I use my action to attack through the tent, would I actually be able to surprise him? Uh, you won't be able to get surprise. Surprise okay. is a very specific thing. I, know, I but, thought I was doing cool enough stuff to get that, but, but I know I understand. It's like an interesting situation because the, he doesn't know where you are, which means that he kind of counts as being blinded, which means your attacks against him have advantage. Um, and you 
you specifically were like, I want to memorize where this guy is. Totally fine with that. So you don't, you know where he is, but there is like a bit of cover because like the tent, you know, this is thick fabric. Like he might like gain a little bit of cover. So I'll say you have advantage on the attack roll. He gets a plus two to his AC and then that will sort of like balance out, I think. So okay. you're kind of like throwing the knife through to try and strike him. That's um, fair. But you would have will... advantage. So if it hits, you'll do sneak attack. Okay. And I'll, I'll roll on dndbeyond.com where it's never been easier. <laughs> Is that a 20? Is that a crit? That's a crit. That's a crit. I mean, if it's a that 20, it's a that 20, my dude. Yeah, did, it's wait, did, a crit. It come, did it come up on roll 20 for me? It did. Or no? it, did. It, did. it did. Okay, cool. Yeah, nice. it did. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. So, wow. yeah, even defended, like, this guy is like, ah, he's like looking around for you, and then there is just this flash of silver. Um, so, the base down. crit damage then, because I have sneak attack, dead. is 42. Right. Okay. And, and now and, you roll the dice. And then I'll roll the <laughs> dice. going to die. Oh, my God. Maybe. Which is uh, well, the D and do adding the crit, the fake crit in, but this is four from the two D four, or from the no, it should just be three then. Okay, I'm gonna I'll ignore ignore those rolls because D and D Beyond's being uh, yeah. Well, D and D Beyond doesn't do the crits the way I do. D and D yeah, it's it's crits. been easier. Yeah, this is this is the D4. I've made it complicated. You know, that's it's my fault, Nate. It's no, my it's, fault. It's so okay. So that was a low roll. That was a total of fifteen extra damage. So so forty one plus fifteen. So fifty six. Nope, fifty five. 41 plus 16? 15? I'm, I'm not here right now. I'm sorry. Okay. And that's, you, that's, you're done? That's all your damage? That's, 50, that's all my 50, damage. 55? 55. All right. You. Uh, I'm sorry. It's not. There's also the poison. I'm doing the extra D4 poison. Oh, are you? The four, oh, the four gonna, damage poison. You're going to call on Willow Song's power after your little sort of like, mm, I'm unhappy. Because I've taken, I've, I've, I've taken a heavy blow and it's given Tarkle the time to, uh, you know, oh, understand that I should perhaps use this. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah, sure. I mean, uh, what's damage the, of poison? An extra four damage of poison. Well, that was just uh, just enough. You, I mean, you all you hear, you can't see anything. You just hear a kind of like, and then it goes quiet inside. Nice. I did a backflip. That was a great turn. I feel really happy. I'm going to have my turn. Actually, I probably will. Um, can I hop off? I should have the next like five feet of movement. Can I hop off the tent? Thank you. You hop off the tent. <laughs> and that'll uh, if I was mean, I'd make you do another acrobatics check, but I'm not going to. Cool. Nice round. Good stuff. Uh, well played. All done? That's all done. Agnes. All right. I'm going to use my bonus action first mm-hmm. to command Candor to fiery teleport me away. So Candor's going to come over here, hang out with me, and we're going to go poof. And yeah, we can go 15 feet. So I'm just going to go ahead and go over the other the side of plants. the plants. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say like uh, to the other side of the market stand. So exactly. this draconian is like, now I've got you, fire saucer. Where, where did she go? And it's <laughs> like looking around. Also, uh, when we leave, he has to make a deck saving throw oh. or he takes 1d6 plus four fire damage. This is the fairly uninjured guy. That's a six. It was on a 16. It rolled for six. Yeah, it does not make it. So 1d6 plus four will be six fire damage. Six points, six points of fire. Ha <laughs> 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 ha. And then I will. Alyssa and Azara looked like they were in trouble, right? Uh, I mean, Alyssa is down. Like, Alyssa is unconscious. Um, I don't think Azara looks particularly injured, but, like, she did... Oh, actually, no, she looks pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> She's bloody. No, no, 
you see like blood and sort of things like that. I scrolled up because I can see your health now on the combat tracker, and the icon is like half red because you've been half health. So I'm like, oh, no, she doesn't look too bad. Uh, just as a note though, Agnes, the fiery teleportation would technically be Candace's turn, which is after yours because you have to oh, use right. a bonus action to command it to do it. Do you want to retcon that? Um, no, let's say we, because I mean, what are you going to do on your turn? Because if that isn't going to change gonna it, I'm just going to run over to Alyssa and Azara. Okay, so help. that would slightly change it because uh, obviously you have a guy next to you for that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's let's retcon that ever so slightly because it wasn't like a load of damage. So um. let's see. Um, I'm trying to think how I could do this effectively or whether I would. Because you could you could just risk an opportunity attack, right? Like these guys, like you've seen, like Azara, like destroy a bunch of these guys in like one fireball. They don't. These look like the kind of grunt soldiers. Um, you could risk an opportunity attack and just you know run away and and risk being hit. But yeah, uh, I was just trying to think if I could cure do at anything range. at range. Yeah, but healing I think word. I only have. Is it I, range? I don't think I have healing word. You've just got cure wounds. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I only have cure wounds, so I'll, I'll take I'll risk the opportunity attack. Sure, I mean, this guy will take a swing. These guys aren't particularly... I mean, watch me roll a natural 20 now. No, it's a four, so seven. So Aha. you kind of, like, leap back and... Whoosh, ah. Same thing happens. He's like, ha, I've got you. And then he's like, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of, like, flaps in his face or something like that, and then you back off. Yeah, cool. so, so I'll just yep. run over here, and I'm going to start with Alyssa because she's down, so I'll mm-hmm. cast Cure Wounds at the second level. Okay, uh, so you don't need to necessarily worry um, about uh, tracking because we don't track Alyssa's hit points like as detailed as your guys. Oh, um, she gets two health level. levels back. Okay, okay. well, she oh. gets one health level back. Never mind. Second. Okay, <laughs> two. So she's got two health levels. Um, cool. And uh, then it would be Candor's turn since we retconned that. So mm-hmm. Candor is going to spit a little fireball at this lady that the, the water spirit is trying mm-hmm. to deal with yeah, as well. Like punch, yeah. yeah. She's, uh, she's definitely taken some blows. And Flameseed has a range of 60 feet, so Candor doesn't even have to move. Yep. And that will be 1d6. You do an extra, like, d8 of health, don't you, when you heal um, with healing spells, right? Uh, yes. Hold on. I always forget, because it's an extra d8. Whenever you cast a spell that deals fire damage or restores hit points, roll a d8, and you gain a bonus equal to the number rolled uh, to one. Yeah, so, yeah, it's basically an extra d8. Um, So three health levels for Alyssa. Nice. Uh, yeah. So I always forget that it also deals extra, extra damage. Fine damage on spells you yeah. cast, yeah. Uh, oh right, yeah. Not when not flameseed. Flame no, okay. Not. Flame well, just a little. Yeah. So this to hit is going to be flameseed will be bum, bum, bum. uh eleven. Fortunately not. She kind of dodges to the side as the little pellet of flame scoots past, probably kind of like setting fire to some crates or a patch of ground. Then also Candor's going to go ahead and move. float over to Tarkle. Okay, sure. Yeah, just I move them where you like. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Yeah, I think that's right. Okay. Uh, all done? Yeah. Okay, from inside the tent where Tarkle uh, just, you saw Tarkle kind of jump up, you hear uh, a kind of disembodied voice, just uh, this kind of like raw, like, now arise. Uh, and walking out 
is the figure Tarkal that you had been fighting. But now you can see this kind of like gaping, gashed wound down their neck. Their neck is nearly severed. Like, oh, it's like maybe it's like gouged through part of their skull. Their eyes are glowing with like a green flame and like green mist is like pouring out of their mouth and it staggers out almost like a zombie, right? It kind of just staggers out and looks around. Ah, boy. Causing no end of trouble. And so let's see here. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, it's going to face itself and Tarkle and Agnes. Uh, it just opens its mouth and it seems to the jaw unhinges unnaturally wide. Like it kind of stretches out and this black green gas projects forward. I need Agnes and Tarkle to make wisdom saving throws. Do you mean candor? No, I mean, and candor as well, actually. All the way okay. over here? Yeah, this thing is a 30-foot cone. It just... Ah, candor, does candor make saves uh, against that kind of stuff? Uh, Kander, I think, yeah, he does have hit points and things like that. So you've got his stats. He has to make hit points. Um, Azara, you are just on the edge. And like you and Azara, just, uh, sorry, Alyssa, are just out of range of this thing as the, the gas reaches its end, hitting Agnes. What kind of save, sorry? Con? Wisdom saving With. throw, please. Yeah. So yeah, this looks like gas, but as it touches you, um, you feel like your life force being stolen away. Kander uh. gets... Not very much. Candor gets eight. Poor burb. What did you yeah. get? I get 13. What Both does Tarkle of us did get? not do well. I got an eight. Oh, you're all taking full damage, and you are now all frightened of this figure. Um, you can repeat the saving throw at the end of your turns to get rid of it, and you also take 41 points of necrotic <gasps> damage. Well, I'm not really scared when I'm on the floor, am I, Mark? Oh, you're not. Uh, but if you get back up, you still will be. Uh, <laughs> I imagine um, yeah. that Agnes is, like, healing Alyssa, and then this oh, hits her from behind, and she just, yeah. like, falls to one knee oh. because she's almost down herself now. Yeah, uh, but you were basically kind of protecting um, Agnes, uh, sorry, Azara and Alyssa from this because you were right in front of them and like the gas sort of just hits you on the very edges of the when field. When the druid is the tank. Does this count uh, as an and, attack? Uh, it technically does, yeah. Am I uncanny dodge? I mean, yeah. And it was 42 damage? 41. 40, 41, so it'd be oh, half so the 20. I two, so I have two HP. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. That's nice. better than none. That is. That's fine. I was hoping I would have yeah, one. I honestly. think Uncanny Dodge just works on any attack, right? It's not yeah, like a deck it just says attack, thing. yeah. I just wasn't uh, sure if it was something else. Sees you hits you with an attack. Mmm. Mmm. I'm going to check that in the future. Yeah. yeah, it's it's just because like in D and D, there's a very distinct uh, there's a distinction between being hit by an attack, which is normally an attack roll, and failing a saving throw. Um, I will say. I I will say for now you're up, but I am gonna I'm gonna check the wording on that. I'm sure that Jeremy has got clarified it somewhere. Blame Jeremy, like you know. I'm just, but for now you're up on two hit points. Okay, um, thank you, sir. Uh, but this thing, but I'm but also then, frightened. Yeah, you are also frightened, and this figure now with its unhinged jaw, its jaw kind of hangs open, and it just turns with this great axe on one shoulder and looks down at you, um, Clive. Yeah. Okay. 
So there's uh <laughs> there's there's several friendos on me now. <laughs> You've oh got like goodness. one big guy, two of these little guys, and now this like undead half dragon dragonborn has just stepped out and is like Bleh. cool. So I'm going to first daunting roar. Okay. Try and see if I can get someone off of me. Uh so okay. that is a wisdom uh 16 Ooh. save for okay. creatures of your choice within 10 feet. All right, one of the little boys is going to run away. Yep. And the big lad um, is also uh, frightened. Do they run away or is it just that they're frightened? What does it say? Uh, that would be uh, frightened. Okay. So, yeah, they begin sort of like they look at you with wide eyes, like, they don't immediately run away, but they are frightened of you. One of the little guys succeeds. The the creature that's just appeared behind you, not not at all effect, affected, just doesn't seem to care about the roar, just like turns its head and then looks back to Tarkal. Well, I forgot to take Candor's turn, I just realized. Well, I'm uh, going to. You did. You, you flame seeded. I did? You missed. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Did, totally did Candle die, theory. by the way, from the damage? Oh, wow, I didn't even... Because it was 41 points. Five plus five times my druid level. So that would be 55, 56. So no. Okay, so just keep a note that they yeah. took 41 points. <laughs> right, Clive, sorry, continue. Uh, I'm going to swing at the big guy. Oh, the big, big, big lad? Yep. Big, big lad. Uh, and it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna reckless on them. Oh, Probably it. not the smartest thing, but whatever. No, no, but that's barbarians, man. Like, get the reckless in. <laughs> oh, that's another crit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm just, I'm just gonna kill him, Nate, <laughs> because he had like <laughs> nine hit points. Um, okay. <laughs> we don't need to do all the math. Um, I do need you to make another deck saving throw as this guy now bursts mm-hmm. into flame as well. I also technically have to make it for one of the little lads and the lady next to him. Hell yeah. Um, uh, that's a 15. Uh, that's still going to succeed. She also okay. succeeds. Um, and then the little the little boy uh, also succeeds. Um, so it's half damage to everybody. Uh, 3d6 of fire. That's going to be 13. So six points of fire damage to pretty much everybody. All right. Uh, and then... Uh, uh, Call of the Wild main ready to go. Okay, nice. All right, so you kind of, you one strike. I mean, you've got another attack, by the way, dude, because you, you oh, killed yeah. the uh, the large fella. Um, well, then you still have your second guy that doesn't attack. seem to care. Okay, sure. It's kind of, kind of irking me. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. That's a 17 to hit. 17 against this, but it's not a hit. They kind of like, they're not even looking at you, and the great axe just comes up, and like, without them looking, they just... <laughs> <laughs> And they look at you with this kind of, yeah, this horrible sort of like nearly decapitated head and unhinged jaw. They just look at you and then turn up, turn away. All right. Well, then call the wild mane ready to go. <laughs> okay. So what is, tell us what does call of the wild mane do? Uh, with a roar from Clive, Baragon and Ares launch a pouncing attack against one enemy of Clive's choice on the battlefield. Target must make a DC 14 strength save taking three D10 slashing damage on a failed save or half as much on a success. Creatures knock prone regardless of the save. Yeah, nice. So who do you want to target with this? Which enemy? Uh, this guy that just did not care about my attack. The big scary, the big scary undead dragon. Mm-hmm. Okay, strength saving throw? Yep, 14. 
That's an 18. Uh, this this figure seems to be incredibly, like, supernaturally strong. So Beres and Aragorn basically kind of, you kind of, Clive lets out this roar, and in very video game anime style, you just hear, like, these flashes of stealth as these two lions both cross over, kind of, uh, and then they dash <laughs> off into the into the fight. But they leave these, like, you know, these, these gaping wounds, but doesn't seem to be as affected. So that's 3d10 slashing damage, and mm -hmm. he, the, the undead is knocked prone. Um, but, uh, sadly. So it's 14 slashing halved. So half, so seven, seven yep. points. So yeah, they kind of, ooh, the bearers now are going to rush past slash. They do knock it to the ground, but then, uh, they disperse off into the distance. Sweet. Now he's prone. Now he's prone. Nice. End of turn. End of turn. Azara Mithras. Yes. Um, you said this man is undead, correct? They certainly look it. They, they certainly they, seem to be undead. They have, um, like, half their head hanging off. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. They are, their light, eyes are lit with green flame and mist mm -hmm. is pouring out their mouth. Mm -hmm. Also, just in case this affects anything, that big guy who just went down would also have a Little health fire. flame. Mm -hmm. Nice. Cool. Um, I have a lot of things I want to do all in a row. So we're going we're okay. to rapid fire. First, uh, as a free action, I'm going to Winds of Airdrifania. Um, which the description is with a prayer from Azara as a free action, divine wind blows through the battlefield, invigorating the people of Evening Star. Every friendly creature heals 2d8 plus 3 hit points and can immediately move up to 20 feet without provoking opportunity attacks. Um, so, as a little flavor text, I'd like to think that Azara, yeah, like, yeah. holds yeah. Her, her hands to her little bracer and prays to her goddess and like a little song floats through the battlefield that only friendly enemies can hear, tell informing them of the fact that they can move yeah. at will. I just got chills. That's so just, good. To add to that as well, like it's the 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 wind, like as it picks up, it, it lifts you and it kind of gives you that burst of speed. Yeah. Like, like the song fills your mind yeah. and the, the wind it almost carries you to safety. Yeah. Um, so do you want to do the 2d8 plus three healing to everybody? I, I will do that. That is a d8. Which is four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve points of healing. So everybody gets twelve. Alyssa gets two more health levels, so she'll be at five now. Love that for her. Okay, that's my free action, and then that's everybody completely if, free. If you feel like moving, which yeah. is so also everybody what I'm gets do. to make a twenty foot thing. Yeah, Alyssa probably would want to move like twenty feet closer as well. So I'll move. I her. would like to go. Oh, that says I can't see. Oh wait, I can just move myself, right? Five, yeah, you can just move yourself. Yeah, you don't need me. 10, 15. Boy, I want to stand close to... Can I just stand next to Alyssa? Yeah, yeah. You can get behind yeah. her if you want. Like, if you just want to move behind her, yeah, she'll yeah, kind yeah, of, yeah. like, body block you. So, Mark, out of... Sorry, but out of out of fairness, I did look up, and I was going to wait till my turn, but I mm -hmm. cannot uncanny dodge on saving throws. Okay. But I'm only bringing it up now because I just got healed. You yeah. just got healed, so you'd be up now anyway. Um. So why didn't you just do... So it was 12 healing, right? So... Yeah. Just put yourself at 12 hit points. You're still frightened. And but. does that mean, so since I may move with this prayer, mm -hmm. because I'm frightened, don't I have to move 20 feet away from this You can't or? move closer to him. So it's a oh. little, it's not like turn undead where they have to run away. Gotcha. With frightened, you can't move closer to the source of your fear. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back away. Go like yeah. this. Am I? Good, I'm also frightened, right? You are, yeah. So you can't. So you can go sideways, but you can't go towards the uh, the dragon figure that emerged from the tent. And I couldn't go like diagonal like this. Um, I guess that wouldn't let, technically be closer. Well, let me see how far away you are. 30, 35 feet. Yeah, you'd be fine. Yeah, as okay. long as you don't move. As long as you don't end your turn closer, I would say. 
Okay. I'm going to yeah, try thank you for checking that, Shady. That's mm -hmm. a good, good responsible player. We know that for next time. So it's yep. only on, like, attack rolls then. So, like, melee attacks or weapon attacks or, like, yep. magical, like, where I have to roll a dice. Basically, it says it's useless against spells where you have to make a saving throw. Anytime you have to make a saving throw, you can't uncanny dodge. You can't uncanny dodge. Nice. Cool. That does balance it out a little bit more because otherwise it's like crazy good. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Everybody Kander moved moves. up toward you, uh, Clive. Candor's hanging out with you. Nice. Clive, <laughs> you just happy to stay where you are? You're like, I don't need a wind. <laughs> I'm so, I've got what I want. I've got <laughs> yeah, them right where I want them. <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm doing good. Nice. Um, cool. Okay. All right. I am also going to quicken this next spell. Okay. So I use two sorcery points. Yes. Uh, which means I only have two left. And I am going to... Um, oh, since I'm using this bonus action, my fan stays put. That's fine, though. I'm going to Toll of the Dead Lady Woman. Okay. Which is a wisdom save of 15. 21. She does seem to be quite wise... Um, I, yeah, I had that feeling. You ring the bell, yeah. uh, the bell sounds, and she kind of like clutches her head, but then seems to cleanse her mind. You know what? Fine. That's fair. I don't care anyway. I really wanted to do this, which is I'm going to cast at the third level um, Guiding Bolt at uh, Mr. Undead Man over there. I'm assuming he's undead and this is Radiant. Mm -hmm. I feel I mean, like that has maybe. something to do with it there. But let me see if I hit first. <laughs> What level uh, are you casting Guiding Bolt at? at the first level? At the third level. Third level. Nice. Um, that's 19, 20, 21, 22 to that hit. Will hit. Yep. Cool. That will definitely hit. Dope. That's 66 of radiant damage. Radiant damage. I will say radiant damage doesn't do any extra, but there's no resistance there. Damn it. So no, Five, no vulnerability. Six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26. 26 points of radiant damage. 26 points of radiant damage. The, the light seems to burn as it strikes this creature and it does let out this horrible kind of like howl. And you see the eyes flare green for a moment, clearly uh, in pain from such a from such a divine source of magic. But he's still alive? Still standing. Well, that's rude of him. Um, and then it's my water boy's turn. Okay. And he is going to hit the woman in front of him. Okay. In the face. Um, dirty 20. That's a hit. Cool. 1d10. She, doesn't seem, she seems tough, but not too hard to hit. Okay. 8 plus 9. Math. Uh, 8 plus 9 is uh, 17. 17 points of... 17 points. She takes another heavy blow. Pretty much all of the healing from the potion completely expended as she kind of staggers back, clutching her chest. That's unfortunately all I can do. Is that it? I'll see you at the full it. turn. Uh, it's a good all, turn. You did a lot. That's all I can do. Was, you did big, <laughs> big, big heals. You did damage. You, you did a lot. Um, on the Dragon Blessed's turn... Uh, she is gonna cast a spell. Um, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a spell. Does anybody have counter spell? I don't know if anybody does. Nope. I wish I did. Okay. In that case, she's gonna cast Mass Cure Wounds. No! Um, what a yes, bitch! Yes, yes. Disgusting. DM healing enemies. 
Yeah. Yeah. Gross. I'm so mad. I, I was setting up for all of these like healing flames <laughs> that I had set up. I had such a good plan. Now they're all going to go away. Can't believe you've done this. Wait. Can't be- I can't believe you've done this. Actually, though, the 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 text just says the flame appears when someone yeah. dies. It doesn't say yeah. it disappears yeah. when they come back. No, it doesn't say that. Nope. Good. Nope. Wait, but they're dead dead, though. They're not, like, unconscious, right? I mean, I don't know. Do you guys die when you get zero hit points? But we're not enemies. <laughs> but we're not. We're special. <laughs> we're the heroes, Mark. Yeah. And you said you, you said I, they were burned say, corpses. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I will. I will tell you this: that yeah, pretty much the, these draconians, like when they die, they explode in fire and, and things like that. They they don't come back. However, she's going to heal herself. She's going to heal the big, scary undead dragon. Her healing Uh-oh. still affects it. Um, the two little boys next to her, and that's pretty much everybody that she can heal. Uh, that is so that's gonna be 13 there. That's it. I mean I rolled pretty bad. Oh no, sorry, it's gonna be 16. Um I'll give them another three each. because uh, I forgot to add her wisdom. Um and then where are my little boys? They're dead. They're gone. Uh, they don't two exist. two of the little boys are all good. Yes. Arise, my little children. Arise. Um but yeah, uh, that is going to be her full turn. That's her full action. She doesn't really, you know what? She's actually going to risk an opportunity attack from the big thing, um, and she's going right. to she's going to go running. Five, ten, fifteen, uh, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. She's going to go running and try and get away. Um, oh, this guy's dead. I could have just run through. Oh no, she has fire. Mm. We know like fire. I go five, ten. I'll run this way. Uh, yeah, so uh, Water Elemental, sorry, uh, Draconian Spirit gets to make a opportunity attack. Uh, 21. Dirty, yeah. That's a hit. Yep, cool. That's a hit. Probably going to knock off all the healing I just did. But... I sure hope so. Dirty little But I love how players hate it when enemies heal. Uh, that's a 17. So that's literally one point more than her healing did. Nice. <laughs> Okay, That's great. what you get. You, That's what you get. You um, elven bitch. Elissa, who is actually conscious now, gets yes. a turn. Uh, and Elissa and... is going to use her militia barrage. Nice. So this is a free uh, action as well. So what does yes. militia barrage do? With an order from Elissa as a free action, the various militia guards who can spare a shot fire in the area of battle. A 20-foot radius centered on a point within the battle that Elissa can see. All creatures must make a dexterity saving throw, DC 14. On a failed save, they take 8d8 piercing damage or half as much on a success. So it's about that big. Right. So, yes, you can easily, you could, well, here's the difficulty, right? You've yeah. got a number of targets. You could yeah. go for the big guy on the far edge of the town with yeah. the who who just arrived and yeah. the female mage. Yeah. You could go for the two draconian foot soldiers and the big undead guy, yeah. but you will hit Clive. And the militia yeah. can't, unfortunately, distinguish between friendly characters. Right, right. Because um, it's just like they're just pummeling an area with arrows, right? Right, right. Um, so which which of those two? Those, that's going to be your best ways to use this ability, really. So Alyssa being a tactical woman... <laughs> Uh, will know that Clive has danger sense. Also, Clive is a tank. Also, Clive just got healed. Yep. And what's the little arrows to a lion? Yep. Dang it! Uh, yeah. So yeah, so yeah, Alyssa, like in the RP, Alyssa, yeah, yeah, totally like you said, she judges the situation. She knows Clive can take it, and yeah. she senses that this undead creature. I think Alyssa would see that and be like, "That is the 
biggest threat right now. Yeah, like especially because that free, other woman ran away. Ran away. So she just yeah. like calls out. She's like, a militia guard of Evening Star, barrage on me. And she points and she directs them. And yeah, they basically, all the guys who are like at the inn, but also some of the soldiers on the walls hear her call. They turn around and they fire a quick shot in that direction. And it, that whole area is pummeled by arrows. I like to think she'd also try and warn Clive. <laughs> That yeah, there's, sure. yeah, that there's some Incoming. arrows coming his way. So this um, is a dexterity saving throw uh, for Clive and then all the enemies. Yes. Uh, sixteen. Yeah, he passes. Success. Nice. One of the little one of the little boys passes. Uh, one of the other one fails. Um, and then this, the undead creature is not particularly dexterous, but manages to kind of like maybe raise up an arm. They roll a seventeen, so it's half yeah. damage to everybody but one of the little draconians. And this is eight d eight. I should roll this on D&D Beyond. Can I roll specifically 8d8s? Yeah, so if you click, there's like a little d20 in the bottom uh, left. And if you click that, you can do a custom roll. 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. Bam. Roll. It's a lot of ones, but that's 23. 23. So Clive is going to take 11 um, along with a bunch of the enemies. Uh, Isn't that halved again because he's raging? Uh, it would be, yeah. This is piercing damage, so actually it'd be five points of damage to Clive. Yep, very, very, very true. Call. See, very, Alyssa very knew call. what was up. Nice. Uh, one of the draconians um, is just pinned to the ground, um, just <laughs> and their body, uh, as they die, their body turns to stone and they release a gas. Clive, I need you to make a constitution saving throw, please. Okay. This gas, it leaks out of their dead body, filling the space around Does he them. also danger sense that? Uh, deck saving throws only on danger sense, unfortunately. Uh, that is a 26. 26. So you, you kind of cough for a moment, and you look at your paw, and you can see, like, a part of your paw starts to turn to stone, and you just shake your head, and then it, it stops, and it kind of the stone just crumbles off your skin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, that was so, her free action. That was. So let me pull up her stats. She can. You know what? This makes more sense. Alyssa's going to just kind of stay back here because she's Mm -hmm. been hit quite a lot. Mm -hmm. And she is going to. Am I going to just take a text and look at how I so yeah, yeah, commanding strike, commanding she strike. makes an attack and then right. somebody else gets to make an attack for free. But she has to make an attack against an enemy to do it. Oh, okay. Well, then we're going to do both. So she's going to move. How mm-hmm. far? Oh, can she move? Uh, 30 feet. She's got the same feet. Yeah. Cool. She wants, she's going to move up to uh, the ice camp. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> the ice camp. I mean, tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> Undead <laughs> sure. ice dragon. Okay. Um, and is going to smack him in the face. Yeah, so sword. she makes she makes a signature attack, and then one ally can make another a, a free attack. Basically, it's going to be Clive. Yeah, I think. Uh, so plus six to hit. Uh, that's eighteen to hit. Just barely strikes this thing. So as it's deflecting Clive's blow, yeah. um, and as it's kind of peppered by the arrows, uh, Alyssa's greatsword manages to cleave a strike. Dope. So that's two d six plus four, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen slashing damage. Thirteen slashing damage. A big deep cut along its side. <laughs> and then Clive has a hit. And then Clive, you get to make a free attack against this target. It has to be against this person. Sick. 
All right. That is, wasn't it? Uh, so Alyssa kind of like strikes forward the RP is that she's like, Clive, strike now. And like she kind of like cleaves the blade and like distracts it long enough for then Clive to swing around and get a free hit. Uh, dirty 20. That's a hit. All right. Uh, let's see. Da-da-da. Okay. That's fine. Uh, so is it is this another dragon guy or is this just an... Un- oh, cool. Okay. This is indeed another dragon man. So four... Mm-mm. 13 damage. 13 more points of damage. Does Evans my fallen. rage bonus get added to this? Yeah. Oh, okay. Then... Another three, right? Yep. Another three points. Yeah, the, as Evans, as you turn around and strike with Ebon Scorn, um, again, you get that sick sort of uh, sense of just like, yes, it's pleased as it bites into this thing's flesh. Um, great. Elicit is turn is complete, I believe. That does everything. Um, that is it. So the little uh, soldier still remaining, and then this one who chased after Agnes, um, who's still in the fight, uh, he comes charging for <laughs> Agnes. Uh, and then one's just going to try and strike Clive. I'll do the one who's uh, next to Agnes first. Uh, so two attacks. That's a 17 on the first one, Agnes. That will hit. And then that's a 22 on the second one. As in, like, to hit, so two two strikes. Five points of damage on the first, five points of damage on the second, so ten Oof. points of damage total. So, just kind of cuts you with this worse. short blade. Uh, no, these guys don't seem to hit particularly hard. They're just, there's, there was a few of them, is the main thing. Uh, these guys are like the, the grunts, the foot soldiers, um, as he uh, gets in your face. And then Clive, uh, this one against you has advantage mm-hmm. um, because of your recklessness. Oh. Uh, 18 to hit. That's a hit. Okay, so this is, I mean, you're going to barely take anything from this. That's going to be five, half to two points okay. of piercing damage. All right. Uh, and then, hey, that's a natural 20 for a total of, ooh, seven plus three, ten, five points of damage. Ooh. All right, so um, then that's 2d6 radiant. Then you do 2d6. Oh, two my D6. God. Yeah, he's probably going to kill this guy as well if you roll high. Uh, that's five radiant total. For both? Uh, yeah, both added up to five. Five, okay. Not enough to kill him, but he is kind of like bounced, kind of like rebuffed by this arcane force as he strikes you twice. And ah, then looks can, I, uh, can I react with uh, Unstable Backlash? Yes. Sweet. What is that? Uh, that's, uh, that's taking damage. I roll on Wild Surge again. So it'll that's end right. my Radiant, but I don't know. I want to see what else happens. See what you get. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love it. I'm so sorry. I I don't know. We can't really retcon this, but my Guiding Bolt, until the end of my next turn, uh, Ice King, you get advantage on hits against him. That's, that's the first attack against him, which I think would have been uh, Elissa's, which hit anyway. So mm-hmm. it kind of balances out. Oh, the next attack roll made against this target yeah. before the next one. Gotcha. Yeah. I thought it was all. Never mind. No, no, no. It no, doesn't no. matter. It's just the first one. Uh, cool. What'd you get, Nate? Uh, that's a one, which is each creature of your choice that you can see within 30 feet of you must succeed a con saving throw or take 1d12 necrotic. Okay. Uh, so that's going to be the little guy and then the undead boy. Uh, mm-hmm. The undead boy doesn't take any, um, but the little guy, who's quite injured, is a 10. That's saving fail, so let me roll on that. D12, this is the weird one. It's a big doy, big, big boy dice. Hold oh, on, okay, that's 12. Okay, uh, I mean, what was what this, like, black necrotic what? <laughs> um, it, 
succeed on a con save or take 1d12 necrotic damage. Okay, cool. What does this look like from Clive then? Because this is your weird ass barbarian. <laughs> uh, like this guy evaporates into like he's like drained of life, like like the end of uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Just like, so I'd imagine. Okay, because this this is the guy who just attacked me and activated. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. So it, what was it like a sword? Yeah, he's got like a little short sword. I imagine he like stabs his little short sword in my chest, doing like no damage, and then from where it entered, like black necrotic like veins will just crawl out from the sword and overtake him yeah, i love oh it God. he melts uh, i need you to make another con save for me uh, as he dies he turns to stone and releases this gas okay i mean you're probably gonna be fine uh that's a 27 yeah you're fine <laughs> unless you roll and, a one i'm pretty sure you're gonna pass that and i gain temporary hit points equal to 1d12 plus my barbarian level oh nice oh so that was from the rage thing that's cool yeah so that's eight. Plus what level are we? Eleven. That's barbarian level, right? Yeah. It's just okay, cool. Yeah. So, so 19, 19 hit points. 19 temp. Sweet. Amazing. Sweet. Uh while you're doing that, uh, the big lad over here is gonna the one who entered is going to stomp his way. No. His, his big movement. Coming towards Agnes. Leave the drill. <sighs> no, crush, kill destroy um wants to kind of divert attention away and yeah uh the draconian dreadnought is gonna make two serrated blade attacks and swipe you with his tail agnes that's a natural one on the first one which is a miss ha. um and then a 15 to hit on the second that'll hit okay that's gonna be you know, 16 points of slashing damage from his serrated blade bye bye he's, he's, are you unconscious yep okay um, I, I, he hits me and she's just oh, poof, flat on the ground. His tail comes slamming down on you, Agnes, and hits you for two death saving throws. Two? Yeah, it's a what, melee what? attack within five feet. It counts as a critical hit and it inflicts uh, two automatic death saves. Two? Yeah, you watch, like, unfortunately, because this thing is like a brute, right? So it swings, it's a thing, and it is, as soon as it hits you with the sword, its tail slams into your unconscious body, and it's like, like, yeah, unfortunately. Cool. <laughs> Anna's looking at me, and I'm like, oh, it's the rules, though. And, like, it's what the monster I'm not looking would at you. Do. I'm looking at my computer screen in abject despair. I mean, you know, look, there's plenty of people that can hopefully get to you and heal you before your turn. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, it's just Tarkle. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. We'll find out what happens. Um, I can't use... Yeah, never mind. You're unconscious, unfortunately. I mean, actually, I was like, oh, it's okay. Uh, Candor can come get me and put me next to one of the healing flames. But to activate the healing flames, I have to use a reaction. Yeah, you have to be conscious. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't even know if Candor... Can't, Candor can't do anything unless you give it a bonus nah. action as well. So... Um, Tarkle, I'm afraid it jumps straight to you. Uh, boy. Oh, you know, your um, sister's just one death save away from gone forever. Um, I don't have any potions. I'm trying to think. Even a medicine, a medicine check, check? stay I know, I know, but I'm so bad. I'm, I'm, I have a minus one in medicine. I mean, if that's all you got. I mean, the other thing is, like, you can risk it, like... It's a 50-50 chance that she makes a success and then, you know, uh, Azara can probably heal her. Is it... Am I allowed to know the turn order right now? It's just me and then enemy? It's you, then Agnes. 
Oh. Than enemy. Okay. I mean, so, I, I, I have to try a medicine check. I have to. Like, there's not. Okay. Yeah, I see. I see my sister go I will, down. Let, and, let me. Let me. Let me just alleviate some concerns. Just remember, it's D and D. Even if a character dies, that's not necessarily the end of the story. Yes, it is. It will be forever. for and Agnes. It will be. There will be a so, very dark. There'll be dark. Darkle will be born if Agnes Darkle. dies. Darkle. Darkle. Darkle will literally come through. I've been waiting. That would be. That would be the uh, anime villain arc for sure. Would he blame it. Willow Song? Oh, he should. It would be so bad. It would be. He, so bad. he should. Okay. Now you um, gotta die so we can find out. <laughs> no, <laughs> such no. good drama. Um. Not yeah. Drama. No. In a panic, uh, definitely. Uh, just rushes over Parker to her and is like and just tearing like his cloak to make bandages or like try and bind the wounds or like right. you know because I think like as this thing like the sword blade struck you and is probably like not necessarily is the killing blow and then the tail sort of knocks some of the life out of you and like there's this deep gash along Agnes's you know chest and i have slash roll 1d20 typed into roll 20 i'm just gonna click enter and it'll be minus one whatever that is because okay 17 that's a meta you picked up baby <gasps> yeah wow. so that's stabilized oh my um, gosh <laughs> Agnes. hold on yes i can i can i do more stuff on my turn uh you can but i just want to do one thing with agnes before okay you are in darkness, you can feel, you, you know what happened. You know that you were struck down by a blow and you can feel your life ebbing away from you. You're not aware of the conscious world. You do become aware that there is a flame. That your life is represented by a fire burning inside you. And that flame diminishes and it shrinks and it becomes smaller. Not quite an ember, but close. And then you feel something kind of surge that that flame back to a larger size uh, as it does so. Uh, Taco, continue your turn, please. So that was Am your I conscious uh, or just stable? Stable, not conscious. Okay. So you are at zero, but you are not making death saving throws. Now right. remember that, like any any further damage, you'll be making death saving throws again. Um. Okay. Uh, I don't know if this is smart or not because they're close. So that was, and medicine check counts as my action. It's your action, I'm afraid. Okay. Um, so you still got your, you still got like, you know, 20 foot of movement and your bonus action left. Yeah. I just don't know if there's anything worth doing. Uh, I don't think Tarko would leave Agnes's side right now. I think the only thing he would do is he would stand here. Like move up to kind of yeah, engage like the two fighters. And, yeah. yeah, and like this brute doesn't seem smart enough. Like it thinks Agnes is dead. Like it hit it, it hit Agnes and then hit her again. And he's like, yep, that one's dead. I'm now going to focus on this living one. And you think that the soldier beside him is of the same mindset. Neither of them think Agnes is alive. Um, all right. So Agnes, unfortunately, like, yeah, you don't need to make any saving throws, but you are just unconscious on your turn until you get healed. So you're just out. But yeah, yeah, just that strange sensation of that fire kind of shrinking as if, uh, you know, a burning out kind of, you know, or a wind chilling it, um, shrinking, shrinking, and then flaring back to life. Near-death experience. Yeah, not quite. But uh, I mean, yeah, well, I guess near-death experience, yes. That was near-death, like, for sure. Near death. That was near-death. Um, all right. Uh after after Agnes's turn, it is the undead creatures go, and the first thing I'm going to do is see if its necrotic breath recharges, which it does. 
No, I don't think so. <laughs> I think you're wrong. I think that's incorrect, actually. Check again. Yeah. I I, I mean, I rolled a six. No. Nah, I don't think so, no. actually. Yeah. <laughs> Too far away. <laughs> yes! <laughs> so, he's going to do... Once is so bad. if you get an attack of opportunity. Oh, you whore! So does Alyssa. Good. Comes charging towards uh, Azara. Clive and Alyssa both get opportunity attacks. Cool. Can opportunity attacks be reckless? No, unfortunately uh, not. It's only on your turn you can choose Thought I'd reckless try. Attacks. Yeah, no. Uh, cool 18 plus 6, I'm guessing that, hits. That's hits, yeah. Cool. <laughs> People are going to think I'm lying. No. Please yeah. tell me. Please Hold tell on. me. Hold on. Hold on. I'm, I'm not touching anything. I'm taking a photograph. There, there it is. That's, I mean, that's amazing. There. I love it. All right. Um. Okay, cool. So anyway. Uh, Alyssa gets 13 points of okay. damage. And then Clive does a critical hit, which we know does a minimum of like 40 points or something nonsense. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I think this thing turns and Azari, you see it look, it kind of like scans and it sees the two crown silvers and you separated and its mouth starts unhinging and disjointing again. And it just slowly starts walking, like arms drooped, ready to just breathe. And you, it's like going to breathe on you and hit the crown silvers behind you. Clive and Alyssa, I think together, like, you know, Alyssa pins its leg in place. She, like, drives the greatsword down, locks its leg into the cobblestones. It, like, tugs to go and move and, like, looks down, looks up. And that's when Ebon Scorn comes clean across. And, what? yeah, how do you want to finish it off, Nate? Like, <laughs> I imagine if his mouth is agape, like, about to do it, I would just, like, stab straight through his mouth out the back of his head. <laughs> So you see like this bit where Alyssa's kind of like pinning its leg into the ground and then Clive leans over her and like thrusts Ebonscorn through its mouth. Um, and you almost hear like this, this kind of scream of victory from the blade in your mind, Clive, as you twist it and pull it free. And this thing finally drops uh, completely. Before, I, before it actually drops off the sword as I'm holding it, he just leans in and goes, good game. <laughs> <laughs> and you watch as this, this half dragon just begins to burn in emerald fire like its body gets ignited by green flame and completely overwhelms it uh clive yep that was on his turn it's your turn now um you've got a little guy but you can see this tarkle standing down against this big one and there is this other mage as well uh where is this mage uh, she is on the oh, other side of there. the town square. Yes, she's on the other side of the fountain. So let's see. Uh, can I, will that reach? Oh, wait. Let's see. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. There's also 30. these guys that yeah. are standing over Agnes's nearly dead body. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're tarpaul. dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's important. <laughs> yeah, just in case you were wondering. Let's go, let's go over there, huh? Okay, like, you just right want to take an... There is one little guy next to you who will get an attack opportunity, but I don't think Clive I don't cares. care. <laughs> I don't think he does. This guy I'm like cares. above max 15. HP. I literally it don't misses. care. 
It misses. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Clive comes bounding forward, like leaping over the fountain. <laughs> I'd imagine the attack of opportunity is like he's about to he's about to swing, and I just like turn back and look at him and kind of huff, and then just carry on. <laughs> <laughs> he just, like, freezes and then misses, yeah. And then yeah, you like jump across the fountain, like. Cool. All right. Uh, it's reckless time. Yeah, always, always be <laughs> always, reckless. Always. Okay, that's not a natural 20. No. Finally. <laughs> um, God, what a letdown, Nate. <laughs> it's, a, it's a 22. 22 hits? Yeah, yep. this thing is, uh, it's tough. It's got like a tough hide, but it's not particularly quick or agile. Mm-hmm. So then that's uh, 2d8 plus 8. Yep. Kill. Kill, kill, kill. So that's 9 plus 8, 7. 17 points. First yep. attack. <laughs> like the blade cuts through its flesh. Mm-hmm. And I'll do that again. Nice. Reckless is once per no, turn, right? No, it's on every oh. attack you make on oh. your turn. Every attack you make on your turn, you get reckless. Cool. And then enemies get... Any enemies that attack you get advantage as well. Uh, 20... Hits. I, I didn't finish adding... <laughs> You didn't need to. You're at 20. <laughs> <laughs> All right, same thing. Do, 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 do. 2d8 plus 8. And, uh, 19. Another 19 points. I mean, between these two strikes, you bloody this thing. You can see blood pouring from its wounds. <clears throat> kind of like looks around at you. Um, injured, but still standing barely. Um, end of turn, Clive? Uh, let me see here. Each... So for the effect from my wild surge, was that just when it happened? I think it was just when it activated. That's what yeah. I thought. Okay, yeah. then cool. that will Bizarre, be... you're up. Um, now, Mr. DM. Yes, hello. That's me. Technically. I love it. I love it already. <laughs> I technically, have, technically, Mr. Kind, lovely DM, kind, who I lovely, love, he's my he's great friend. Great friend has never done me wrong in my life, and I know won't won't start today. Um, <laughs> there Mika, is a, I hit Agnes when she was on the ground with a monster. Like yeah, it's not gonna yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> technically, the spell false life. Uh huh. Is on self. Uh huh. But, you know, Zara's like this... God damn it. Okay. <laughs> I ain't messing with no targets or spells. You want to do something cool? Sure. But, like, the spell says self. Unless you've got a, a meta magic that lets you, like, change that. Maybe that's a thing you can learn one day. But right now, no. I don't. Yeah. So I can't. So... <laughs> so I won't. So I shan't. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because of my little snafu not reading things earlier, I am tapped out on healing spells right now. I apologize to my party. I am a dumb dumb. So as an apology, what I will do is I'm going to come 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 feet. I'm going to kind of yep. stand. Can I stand amongst the eggplants? Uh, you can like <laughs> you can kick like the boxes out of the way. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heck these boxes. I'm here Ten now. Amongst the eggplants. The eggplants. Heck, these boxes, I'm here now. And I'm going to cast Blight okay. at the 
wait. I'm actually, I don't know why I'm positioning myself. <laughs> I'm actually going to come here and I'm going to cast Dragon's Breath on myself. Mm. And as a bonus action, I'm going to blow said Dragon's Breath and I'm casting it at the fourth level because Azara means business. Yeah. I'm going to blow it at those two sparing my friends yeah yeah because you can angle the cones yeah. so you only catch the two big ones as you Great. see me angling myself currently on screen what uh how of, far uh what's the range on the cone it's normally says like a 20 foot cone or a 30. Foot cone. okay yeah i mean that that i will just check i don't think that's enough it's not quite enough to hit Damn. her uh, but it will hit the other two uh what Lovely. kind of save have i gotta make uh you have to make a fourth level dex 14 uh, that's a failure for the little chap. Uh-huh. And on the big chap, that's a 13. Both fail. Cool. I'm going to do lightning because I get an extra three points of lightning damage no matter what. Yep. Nice. Um, so that is... No resistance here. No resistance. Dope. Love to hear it. That's 5d6. Oh, no. I dropped d6. Okay. <clears throat> Ooh. 10, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24 points of lightning damage spat from said mouth. Okay. You, you watch as, as Azara kind of inhales this breath, all the divine kind of wind that had healed you previously now fills Azara. And as she unleashes this blast of lightning, it fries and cooks these last two draconians as they And fall. the eggplants. And, and the, the eggplants. eggplants. <laughs> I need. Shit. Clive, Tarkle. To say, make deck saving throws, Agnes automatically fails as the big guy explodes in fire when he dies. Oh, crap. And then I need Tarkle and Agnes to make constitution saving throws as the little guy dies. God, I'm sorry. No, it's, you, it's listen, it's a frantic battle. These things happen. You finish the two enemies off. It was a good idea. I just yeah, wanted them absolutely. to not be on you. Yeah, no, and this is the thing, right? Like in a, in a battle, Azara's like so focused on like, I need to stop them that she just forgets <sighs> that these things can like, yeah, when they die. Even if you had thought about it, it's still probably better they're dead and we make this one yeah. check. Sure, it means sure, that they sure. can't like, you know, mm -hmm. if they knocked Tarkle down, then, you know, there'd be nothing stopping them trying to finish Agnes or whatever. Sure. So. Sure, so sure. yeah, I rolled my dex and it's 21 and then I have evasion. So I'm going to take no damage. You, you take no damage from the fire. You do need to make a con saving throw for me though, Tarkle. Um, uh, that's so 15 for me. 15. Okay, you're fine on that as well. Clive, uh, it doesn't so, really matter. Well, <laughs> it was, so I just, but I want to state with advantage, I rolled, I rolled two fours. Okay, so, so the dex. <laughs> yeah, so you take dex. 12 fire damage. Now, um, and then your cons, uh, you don't need to make the con save. Agnes, you would take one death save automatically because as the guy explodes, and then a con save you make as normal, really. It's you're, it's one though, and I'm right next to you. The con save is a five. So you watch as, as Agnes's Shit. unconscious body is there, her arm begins turning to stone, um, and like, and she is now dying again. Ah! Um, yes, but I'm only one save down, right? You are because once I, you I are one save down. Yeah, you yeah. are stabilized. Yeah, you are not dead. Dead. You are one one death save down. But you are making death saving throws and apparently again. turning to stone. It's which cool. is and apparently great. turning to stone. We got, no, we got you. You're fine. The at this point, the the lady mage who is left is going to look at all of this mess. Wait, 
I'm not done. Oh, as my apologies. Because we have the You've elemental, got your elemental spirit, spirit. That's true. And he can move 40 feet. Okay. And right. he's also let's made of water, going. so he can go through this fountain. We and got walk. like we got like 12 minutes, but let's yeah. go. He's walking <laughs> do it, right do it, up do it. to this sure. ma'am. Sure. You have to move him though. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, he's going right punch. up to her. And he's punch, punch, punch. screaming in her face, getting her face a little damp, <laughs> punching her in the face. That was like, a I'm like, little water away. <laughs> that's a 19 to hit. 19 hits. Awesome. Oh, that's a 10 on my D10, which means that is 19 points of water smackage. She takes the punch. <clears throat> Still standing, but, but takes does, the punch. Does she want to walk away? Does she want to get an opportunity attack? Do you want to try it, girl? I'll, I'll tell you, this is exactly what happens, uh, uh, Azara, on her turn. Yeah. On her turn, she touches her chest and turns invisible, and then she's going to run away. Oh so my you God. may make an opportunity attack, but it's you a don't... disadvantage. Oh. You're making me sick today, I'm Mark. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. <laughs> well, that's an at one, so fuck that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> she just runs. You just hear the faint sounds of some invisible creature fleeing the scene um, at this point. Fine. Uh, Alyssa's go. There is one little uh, little soldier left, heavily injured. <laughs> Alyssa can probably just finish him off. Yeah, she just stabs him in the face. Yeah, she just goes up <laughs> yeah. and just... As an afterthought. Uh, yeah. Yes. I think we'll just, we'll call it there um, as, yeah, it seems that as this battle finishes, as the command structure is broken, your guards have managed to kind of like repel the other foot soldiers who basically retreat into the Kingswood. They they flee. Your guards aren't in a position to really follow them and chase them down. You don't have overwhelming numbers here. So they just let them flee and turn their attention to helping the injured, helping those who need it. Yes, Mika. Are we out of initiative? We are out of initiative. Okay. Well, actually, <laughs> we got to check because... Agnes would go, so the next person to go would be Tarkle, and then it would be Agnes. We need to, because there could be death saving throws here. Okay, so, okay. all right. Tarkle. So can I can I do another medicine check on my you sister? Can. I yep, look at her can. and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me again. And then I... Uh, <laughs> Fire explosion. But mostly concern, not frustration on her part. Just this, I'm not good at this and I don't want to let her down. Sure. And I roll a zero. <laughs> <laughs> so Agnes, I need you to make a death saving throw for me, please. And uh, if it's a one... This is all on you, D&D Beyond. This is on you. I'm just rolling a d20. A 10! A 10. Okay, that's enough. That's a success, so you're not... You you still need to make the checks, but then we would basically go to Clive or Azara, who I'm sure can stabilize. Can I fix it? Yep. Okay, so I immediately want to run up to her and cast Spread the Dying. She's stabilized. Problem solved. And then I would like to start casting... uh, is she still turning to stone? So you you notice that, yeah, uh, Zara, uh, Agnes would make another con save against the uh, petrification. So if you just do that quickly, it doesn't really matter, but I, just for the flavor's sake and completing the, the combat. 18. 18. So yeah, you watch as okay. the arm was turning to stone. It wasn't actually the arm turning to stone. There was like a stone crust forming over it mm, and okay. it flakes and breaks away okay, um, she's not actually, she was she was basically restrained um and then until she made the same throw and then it breaks away after about a minute it would have gone away anyway okay um but yeah so no no worry about the petrification there so yeah you guys are out of initiative agnes is stabilized um and but she's um, not up yet right she's not up yet well then um, i'm gonna start uh my prayer of healing sure. sander's kind yeah. of like flying around like worried 
and peeping mm-hmm. and fire, little sparks are flying off. And I think, yeah, after like, uh, after about 10 minutes, you know, Azara completes this prayer, a wave of healing uh, kind of comes over. But also like, you know, guards are coming up and making sure everybody's okay. Alyssa makes, you know, is, is you know, beginning to clear up orders. And we're basically going to finish things there with, bas- this This conflict is going to be finished. And then when we start the next session, it will be a kind of like a debrief, maybe up in the keep where you guys have like, made sure everybody's okay, healed everybody. And now you've come back to the keep to like debrief on everything that's happened. Um, there is some loot. Um, the the great oh, yeah. that the unfortunately some of the loot got away with the mage. Um, mage. But the yeah, <laughs> the other reason she went that would have been good loot. <laughs> so, that your face was so like betrayed. Yeah. Oh, that would have been magey loot. It. I love it. Um, the the dragonborn warriors they they have a plus one great axe called the roaring moor. Um, as well as a pouch that contains three emeralds worth 200 gold each and 25 platinum. Wow. So that's 250 gold. So it's about 600, it's 850 gold if you just want to count it as that, and then a plus one uh, great axe called the Roaring Maw. 850 gold? 850, yeah. Between the emeralds and the the platinum, it's it's about 850 gold. Can I just know for posterity, what did I I lose out on? Uh, no, oh god, no, Mika, I'm not telling you that. That's, that's crazy because this this that mage is coming back one day, and then you'll be like, you, yeah. Azara's just like running full sprint. Yeah, my exactly. loot, my yeah. loot. A great motivation for the combat. You bitch. I love it. Um, good stuff. How was that fun? Was that good? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that we got three battle episodes in a row. I like when like, we go yeah. having battle, but then I like when we were like, this is like a war, and that yeah. was high stakes. Yeah, that was yeah. close. That's, I almost that's kind of died. The, oh, yeah. Yeah, man, Weiss. listen, there, there's some cool shit with that. Like, uh, if you kind of go back to, like, uh, your dreams with the, the Six Flames and stuff, there's uh, there's some cool stuff. But, uh, yeah, that's very cool. cool. Um, but, yeah, it was, I think it's good, like, you know, we've had a lot of talky stuff, like, in the, especially in the previous season. And I think, like, having, like, a good string of combats where actually you guys were really pushed to your limits as well, where it's, like, mm-hmm. you know, Azara's nearly out of spell slots and, like, you know, Tarkle's, like, you know, taking a lot of damage. You know, even Clive took a lot of damage at one point, you know. Um, yeah, it's good. It's good to push you guys to the test. Uh, yeah. I'm glad you guys like the little special defender abilities as well. I'm glad you like those. That was even, if, even if Shady didn't get to use his. I didn't. Well, I, I was scared to use mine because the way it sounds, it's like, you know, everyone can't see anyone. And it's very good for you to like yes. disappear and like, you know, pop around doing sneak attacks and stuff. I might change it so it's like an aura around you rather than like the whole battlefield. Mm, okay. um, I yeah. might make it like it's like a, a change. So I'm going to tweak those things. I'm going to up Clive's one. I'm going to have it do a bit more uh, damage or have like another effect or something like that. Um, I'm pretty happy with all the other ones though. I think they're pretty cool. Good. But yeah, if there's ever another attack on Evening Star, as long as you're in Evening Star, you get those, those cool powers because like you're basically defending your home at that point and it's like you you get to be super home field advantage exactly exactly cool well uh let's do some shout outs and then that's gonna be it let's start with uh the child who nearly died (laughs) thank you i'm anna prosser you can find out everything well lots of things about me at annaprosser.com and at anna prosser on social media you can find my dog at happy nizki n-i-z-k-i she's even cuter redhead than me. Uh, And if you like really awesome, subtle, and cool streetwear that has an implication of tabletop RPGs and fantasy, such as this or that, I didn't realize we were wearing the same one until just now. That's awesome. (laughs) Uh, Check out cantripbrand.com, which is uh, also owned by Nathan Sharp. I tag you. Hello. 
In addition to uh, cantripbrand.com, are you in need of some fantastic lo-fi music to stream and or relax and or study and or chill to without uh, the worry of getting a DMCA claim? Always, Nathan Sharp. I love that. Thank you. I would love that for my stream and or free time. Yes. Writing things. Well, check out Give Heart Beats on Spotify. We uh, upload lo-fi tracks of somewhere around 30 to 50 every month. So go check that out. And uh, nice. I stream at twitch.tv slash Nate wants to BTL and I play the music there. I tag Shady. He's muted. He says I did no. everything wrong. I'm just saying no. <laughs> Turn the camera off, mute himself. It's probably messed with the whole layout. Peace out. Peace oh, out. man. I'm sorry. Uh, hi, guys. My name's Shady, and I mess things up. You can see me messing a lot of stuff up at twist.tv slash Shady Penguin uh, Monday through Friday all the time. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. I tag Mika. Hi, everybody. I'm Mika Burton. You can find me pretty much everywhere at Mika Burton. Um, I also, now that I know what day it is, would like to tell you that... Uh, every Tuesday of February, you can watch me host a uh, live kind of uh, Mystery Science 3000 viewing of the Legends of Vox Machina with cast of the Legends of Vox Machina on <laughs> twitch.tv slash Critical Role. Uh, we're going to be watching the show as it is intended, drinking with friends. Um, I, it's sure to be just Mika herding drunk kittens, but isn't that always fun? So <laughs> tune in every Tuesday at a certain time, 7 p.m. Pacific. Good Lord, this is my job. I should really know. I don't know. Go to the Critical World on Twitter. Yeah. Figure it out. That's me, Marco. That's it. Uh, uh, Hi, you can find me, Sherlock underscore Humes, most places on the internet. That's where I live. Um, You should also come and check out my other D&D show I do called High Rollers D&D. High Rollers D&D YouTube, Twitch, Spotify, iTunes, wherever you want to find us, we're all in there. Um, exciting stuff going on in that campaign as well. But yeah, Sherlock Humes, pretty much find me everywhere else. That's it. That's it. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.